keep gleaming. Y'all already know that I do the same frequent. Gotta be prepared for the next season. So I'ma keep working while they still sleeping. I've been in the field, working all day, filling up the ground, trying to cultivate, cutting out the crab grass. Why they always say, I don't even know, I'm just waiting on my break. I've been working all day, all day, all day, all day, all day. I've been working all day. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Coming In Right Podcast. We we back, baby. (laughs) We back, we back, we back. I believe this is episode six, which is the uh, number of man. So this could be a very, very fleshy episode. It's going to be fleshy. (laughs) Super carnal episode. Coming your way. Just man centered. Seriously, though, this is episode six. We are so excited that you are here tuning in. If you uh, are new to this podcast, welcome. Welcome. We hope you enjoy your time. Uh, we are cranking out a new episode every single week <laughs> is kind of our goal here coming yeah. in right. And uh, we're excited to see where this journey takes us. Um, we've had a lot of fun, different kind of more personal narrative stuff over the first five episodes kind of getting to know mm-hmm. one another. And now we're starting to kind of, I think, I think get more into some get little, We're getting a little wild. Yeah. Is that hot takes. <laughs> hot dogs. A little hot takey. Uh, but before we get into our actual topic today, just want to introduce ourselves to y'all. Once again, my name is Scott Smith. I am one of the co-hosts of this wonderful thing called Coming to Right. But I'm here with my man, Yo. DJ Jaffeus, a.k.a. Dan Jaffe. We love, love you, Dan. Too. Oh my Look gosh. That beautiful I feel name. so loved by my brothers right now, guys. <laughs> Husband yeah. of wow. one wife. Owner of one dog. <laughs> Puppy. Puppy. Philanthropist, Puppy, humanitarian, Puppy. director, Puppet seat, oh, racketeer, yeah. producer, etc. <laughs> Brand ambassador. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And oh, of course, our other co host. <laughs> uh, Just let it flow, bro. Let him use you. Rip, let him rip use it. you. <laughs> Shafe. Daddy. Daddy. Let a rip potato chip. Entangled in a snare. Snare daddy. Flex daddy. Caught in a big pile of sand. On the can't get out. (laughs) (laughs) Enslaved by fear. (laughs) Shackled. AKA Joshua. Joshua. Uh, We are your co-hosts. We are here and uh, we're excited that you're with us. Um, How y'all feeling before we get into this topic? Dan, Josh, anything new that you should update the people on? Oh, uh, wow, guys. I have a, I don't know if you can see. I've got a real bad sunburn. Can you see? No, I don't think you can. I'm just peeling. <laughs> you look great. Sorry. <laughs> I'm peeling. Guys, I need a vent real quick for 30 seconds. Naomi took me to the beach on Monday. Yeah. And she was like, Go off. babe, it's September. The sun is not even at its peak. It's not hot. Like, there's no reason <laughs> to bring any sunscreen. <laughs> But meanwhile, <laughs> she put sunscreen on her face without telling me. Oh, girl. So then girls I, always wear sunscreen on their face, like with right. Every it's like, day. She's like, and then it's I got mad. She's like, oh no, I do that every day. Exactly. I'm like, well, yeah, right. It's like, oh, that's just my daily skin routine. Sorry that you don't have one. And so then we're out on the beach. And your man is out here in the middle of the beach, like two hours from home, completely getting fried out of his mind. With I can't do anything. Like I can't go anywhere. Yeah. We're like we paid to get in and we can't leave. And so I just like had to submit to the fire of the sun and I was just done for like two days. Oh my so gosh. I'm still recovering. <laughs> Were you just there like practicing radical acceptance? You're just like, yeah, right. <laughs> this is me. Like, literally. This- <laughs> I'm just getting burnt right now. This is my life. I literally. I'm like, situation. 
I can't <laughs> change it. And I'm like, and we were kind of debating. I, I'll ask you guys this. If you get in the water, does that protect you or does it make it worse? Ooh. The sunburn? I don't know. Like you keep, yeah. Yeah, really? Because I've heard varying things. I don't think it protects you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was would. like, babe, we should get in the water for the rest of the day and like be protected. Yeah. Well, if you were like up to your mm. neck, you'd be protected like neck down. Yeah. Really? Because I thought maybe but, it would like, like the UV but, rays go through the water. Dude, more. I have no idea. Mm, no. Yeah. We need a fact I check on this so. one. That would be worth. Moral of the story take sunscreen even yes, in September. Yes. Moral of the story don't listen to you. I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> no don't don't, don't. that's not true <laughs> i'm a grown man i definitely should have known that if you're out in the sun you're getting some <laughs> that's how i'm doing guys i'm doing all right i put vaseline all over my face today to go in public nice. because i was that you just were uh, you just mad shiny today you're like yeah like glitch just witness like, glory it was un- it was uncomfortable like moses coming out like the moses mat. coming down from the top of the mountain <laughs> yeah soggy no it's just me i just got some glory uh, <laughs> But that's how I'm doing, guys. That's so. good, man. That's uh, legit. Bro, Dan, what about new. you, man? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so nothing new. I'm that pale. Pale as ever. It's only going to get worse from here on out. As the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Going into winter. <laughs> the, the ghost yeah, of Christmas dude, past. Yeah, my, yeah. Like, on, on a player creator mode, I'm, like, fully pale mode in the winter. All the way to the <laughs> right. Like all the way left, to the Whatever left. side <laughs> it's on. All the way the over. Left that yo that's me that's how about damn. when people's like <laughs> emojis you know how you can choose the skin color on the emoji <laughs> when it's like not accurate you're like what? it's so funny you dude. Not realize <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious bro do you know I, that? yeah i, I know like, that <laughs> like bro you are definitely way more pale than your emoji don't play what are you trying to be like <laughs> wait you're using the second guy when oh definitely i'm like guy? you're a first guy bro like what? <laughs> i'm i'm 100 a first guy <laughs> Yeah. I use the second yeah, guy because I got yeah. a little bit of Native I think American. You can, you can pass for the second. Scott's guy, like, I'm, I'm one thirty second Native American. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Elizabeth Warren, relax, bro. Come on, don't be like that. <laughs> oh man, this is good. Anyway. Well, <laughs> as we have learned about our skin tones and what's happening in the sunny, yes. sunny beaches of New Jersey, <laughs> um, we do have, I'd say, a really fun topic today. A topic that we're going to have some differing opinions mm. on uh, some different things that we want to say. And I, I just want to even kind of, before we get into this, what we are saying is not necessarily fact. Definitely not. It's just our opinion. Right. And so we want to have a conversation, bring up a variety of ideas surrounding this theme and this question that we're going to ask. Um, but it, it's just our opinion. Right. And it's just what we believe, what we think to mm-hmm. be true, but it's quite possible that you as a listener might have totally different ideas and so we would love to encourage you to engage with us around those different ideas, challenge mm-hmm. us, you know, give us your two cents as you hear this episode, whether it be on the podcast or on Instagram or on YouTube or wherever you end up getting this content from. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys because we're just going to share our thoughts. It's not necessarily the end all be all because we think a mm-hmm. certain way. Does that make sense? Good oh, disclaimer. Yeah, sure. Kind of get things started. Now, what we want to talk about is the topic of Mm. art. Um, So all of us identify as creative people, as people who create uh, things, as uh, I would say Josh and I certainly identify as artists. We believe Dan is an artist (laughs) as well, whether he will claim that title or not. You'll meet here in a different episode. Um, But we want to talk about art as it relates to being a Christian Mm. artist, um, somebody that might identify as a kingdom artist, Christian artist. 
And we want to kind of toy around with this question of like, does your art, if you're a Christian, does your art have to explicitly share the gospel? Does it have to like verbally or visually speak the gospel through its uh, rendering, right? Whenever that art is rendered into the world, does it have to explicitly share the gospel? Um, Does it have to implicitly allude to the gospel? Does it have to be unto the Lord? Does it all have to have resolution? So some of those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And I think let's start with art and explicitly sharing the gospel. What do you guys think about that? It has to explicitly share the gospel. Wrong. Other? (laughs) No, no, you're wrong, wrong, bro. bro. You're You're wrong. wrong. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You disagree with me, therefore we can't be friends, bro. (laughs) Yes. And honestly, we all know where you're going to spend eternity. So uh, if you disagree with the Christian, you're done. You're toast. Literally fried like bacon. Uh, No, but seriously, if people don't, uh, if they listen to your art or watch your art and don't feel like a a sinner, then you've not done your job. Hot take. Hot take. Dan? Hot take. See, the, the purpose of art is really to inspire guilt internally <laughs> and shame shame, shame. condemnation <laughs> you're, you're seeing where we're going. Where we're going you want to really just hate yourself after hearing your <laughs> dude yo why did you say hate like that hate hey. 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 it's very it's very aaron oh. esque right there oh. that's hilarious um, i no i think i think we were i hope yeah. just to name this yes. has all been sarcasm for the past minute and a half, so just so you know. Yeah, I mean, Dan, Dan, go ahead. You just look like you were just like just begging to oh, say something. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm being annoyed. No, forever. no, you're good. Um, my answer to that question is twofold, I suppose. Um, for one, there, as we know, there's there's this thing called kingdom artistry, um, and we'll get into that later, where where people are sharing their art, and it's coming more from like a testimony experience. Mm-hmm. Um, place and less of like a worship place Um, but beyond that I really think that um, art and self-expression can be valuable when it taps into aspects of truth Um, Mm -hmm. not beyond God because God is the author of all truth but but like truth can exist on its own in the world you know what I mean Um, like like you can you can look at the sky and say it's blue and you don't need to know God necessarily to know that. Um, in the mm-hmm. same way, I think that you can tap into the beauty and truth through your art and self-expression um, without necessarily explicitly um, going through the gospel. Yeah. Um, but I guess, it, I mean, part of the question, like even before you get to there would be like, what's the point of creating art? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Um, so that mm-hmm. might be a helpful question too, like uh, from yeah. a Christian perspective too, or a kingdom perspective. <clears throat> yeah. It's interesting thinking about, <clears throat> th- there's so many questions, right? Why even, yeah. Why create in the first place? Like what you're saying, why be an artist? Why produce art? Or what is the gospel? <laughs> what is sharing the gospel mean? Who is God? what does he expect of us or what is our relationship to him yeah. what's our relationship to others it's so many questions i think we're going to hit all of them yeah i think to um to kind of piggyback man i was thinking about how god we believe him to be the ultimate creator right the creator of literally everything mm-hmm. 
And I was just thinking about this this week, how God, when he created, he did it out of the overflow of who he was, out of the overflow of his nature. He was very intentional, right? He was very purposeful. He was very creative. He was very drawn to beauty. He was very aesthetically, Mm. you know, like captivated. He was very um, careful. He was very, I already said intentional, but God did all of these things in creating the world and creating humans and animals and food. He was very thoughtful. And he didn't, what I love about it, he didn't do all of this and then like put like a post-it note on everything saying, I am God, I am God. I am God. Worship me. This is about me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just created everything. Dude, that's good. Yeah. And like that, he got joy and out of the creation and the creation just is everything that he is. Right. It's, it's a reflection. Overflow. Yeah. It's a reflection. So when people see the creation, it, it is the overflow of God. And so they also see God. They see yeah what he's done. And so in the same way, it's like to, we create because it's who we are. We're made in the image of God. We create because he created us and he is the creator. He lives in us. And now we create. And so because of how God created, we get, I think we should create in the same way where we create out of a trueness of what's going on inside of us, right? A reality of what's in, put it out, whatever you're feeling that is intentional, that is beautiful. You're drawn to whatever. And in that you are acting as God Mm. by simply creating. You don't have to, oh, that's the tagline, ready? By just creating, that is the expression of God. You don't have to say in Jesus name, or this is God. It is by the very nature of what God does. Right. That's just my, some of my thoughts. I don't know. Dan, you're smiling. Yeah, man, because that is <clears throat> I totally agree with you. I have a follow-up question. Like, what if what if what's in you, like like mm. as a believer, like say you're going through you're going through something or you're you're wrestling, like what if what's in you isn't an overflow of of God mm. or or of beauty or you know what I'm saying? Like what it what if it's Absolutely. darkness? So my my answer to that is bringing up another question. Then <laughs> It gets into the question of who is God and what's his relationship to you. Yeah. So the the reality is the gospel says Jesus came to reconcile the world back to the father, right? right? To forgive the sins of the world, to take them away and to bring in freedom, innocence, purity, forgiveness, and relationship back with the father, Mm -hmm. right? Which means that now God is not some distant God, but he's now father. Yeah. And so if he's father, then he relates to us as children. Right. So I guess the question, how I think of it, this is just me. I'm not going to act like I'm a theologian. Literally how I practically think of it is I'm a, I'm a kid. He's my dad. And so if I'm having a bad day or if I'm a naughty little boy, <laughs> he, <laughs> if I'm a bad little egg or like, I just want to have a temper tantrum, a good dad lets me have a freaking t- temper tantrum. Uh, yeah. He lets me freaking express my joy. Yeah. He loves me. I'm his kid. Imagine me getting up at the talent show. And playing a song about me just saying how mad I am. And I wrote it myself. And my brother's a jerk. And I kind of am mad that my parents make me do chores. Imagine like, yeah, I'm a, imagine yeah. like a fifth grader. And he gets up in the town show and he just plays this punk rock song. <laughs> kind of even potentially, you know, just sharing anger. Yeah. And like, imagine being a father and being like mad at that. No, you would be like proud. And this is just my thought. Yeah. I feel like a dad 
would see the beauty and the realness of a son expressing his heart and feeling free and open in a loving relationship to just express himself. And he would be like, yo, that's my son. Like, that's my son. I freaking love, he just wrote a song. Are you kidding me? Like, that's amazing. I feel like God is just so for us. He's so for us and he embraces all of us. So, I mean, I don't think there's any more spiritual to write a happy song than to write a sad song or an angry song or a bitter song. I think those are just expressions of humanity that I think clearly Jesus embraces fully. Mm. But I can, I can see a rebuttal to that. I, yeah. I can see a rebuttal there. I can I, sense one, but that's where I'm at right no, now. No, no, no. I, 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 I like that. Bro, I love everything you just said. And it's interesting because I don't think I agree with it. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like something, it's like something I wrestle with still to this day of, of, um, like being, yeah, like being, you know, like loved and encouraged as a creator and as a son. Mm. Um, but then, but then also as I grow older, like taking on the responsibility of, um, my actions and the impact that they have. So yeah, like in the past we've talked about maybe not on pod, but in general, like intent versus impact where like my intent can be to express myself to, to air out frustration or bitterness or anger, but the impact that it could have um, could be negative on the people that receive it. You know what I'm saying? Like the people, That's like I could, like if I'm doing a show in front of a lot of people and my piece, my piece doesn't do anything except like curse or, or be bitter or angry about something, a mm-hmm. switch could go off in someone else's head and think that, their perspective of that is validated, even though me, myself, I know that that's not who I am. That's like a state of mind or maybe an experience that I've had of being, Mm. of being bitter and it's valid. And there's, there's definitely like healthy ways to express it. I'm not saying suppress everything, but as an artist putting out your, your art into the world, it can stretch your impact can stretch far more than just, Mm. just like you feeling, feeling good about about getting it, getting that off your chest or whatever, or just expressing yourself. That makes sense. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of like, this isn't like, <laughs> think about um, like, <laughs> this is kind of a weird analogy. Um, the, the like, all right. So the wildfires, right. They all started yeah. from a gender reveal party. And, and this gender reveal party, the only, the only intent of this was to celebrate their child being born. Mm. But they used flammable things that caused a fire that ended up burning hundreds of thousands of acres of land and impacting thousands and thousands and thousands of people because they were irresponsible with their gender reveal party. And sometimes I wonder, like, what what's the proper place for for art that expresses um things that that would need to be expressed but not maybe not for everyone to hear you know what i'm saying oh dan wow <laughs> <laughs> no this is interesting dan 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 oh lord um that's interesting so i guess there there's a couple things so like i was i was approaching it from the uh, relationship between a father and a son yeah so in this talent show analogy, analogy right? Like yeah, yeah. dad loves it, but you're also saying, well, what if the things that I'm singing are causing the people in the audience to like stumble or <laughs> right, whatever? You know right, what I mean? Right, That's right. kind of where you're, you're kind of like, yo, let's think a little deeper about the impact. Yeah. 
that's an interesting thing. I guess on one hand, oh, wow. I mean, I, I, what comes to mind is in the Bible where, and this might not, Scott as the resident theologian can, <laughs> can uh, help me on this. Yo, he just, <laughs> Scott's like, actually yeah. in the Greek, it means this. <laughs> he just did a heavy but, eye roll for those listening. He's mad, yo. <laughs> but I guess I was thinking about how Paul was talking about, yo, you know that uh, you're free in Christ so you can eat meat now or whatever, mm. right? But there's other people that kind of just because of cultural things, they were Christians, but they still felt like they couldn't eat meat. They thought they were under that part of the law. So he's like, yo, if you're in the room with someone else, even though you're free to express yourself however in your faith, because you can eat meat, whatever, out of love for the homie that's a little bit weaker in his faith, yeah. you should probably not eat meat because right. you're going to cause them to get all kinds of messed up in their conscience. Right. So that's a more of, hey, take a position of love first. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's less about you expressing your emotions or like just doing you. It's more about thinking about how your actions affect others. Yeah. I would say that that same principle is heavy in marriage, right? Yeah. Heavy where it's like, yo, I could be feeling any sort of way about my wife and I can like be like, it's just my truth. I want to speak it. I want to tell her how I feel. But there's a strong reality that you have to know how to say things and also what to hold back mm-hmm. out of love and how to kind of approach that. Right. Now, I would say potentially, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know where I land on everything. I guess my thought is in some ways, I guess the question becomes, what is the, yeah, what's your intention and purpose of art? Is it mainly for you? Is it mainly for others? Is it mainly for the Lord? I think it's a little bit of everything. Definitely. Um, And obviously you want to do everything in love. Lord, so (laughs) I'm going to have to get, (laughs) I'm going to have to definitely heavy get back to you on all of that. I'm pretty much in the middle of you two, um, and which is hard to do because there's, there's a line in the same lot here. of overlap. Pick a side. Yeah, you guys. No, I don't think I can. And I, I would say mainly because of like the ways that I personally choose mm-hmm. to operate yeah. in my art. Yeah. Versus what I lay on as an expectation yeah. of others. And I think for me, I'm like I know what I'm yeah, called to do in my art and how I'm supposed Mm. to write and what types of pieces I'm supposed to write and how to convey those things. The majority of my pieces like are, I would say either allusions to Mm. the gospel or gospel explicit, but there are a lot of things that I'll write around themes that I identify as important narratives for culture, like justice or, um, pride or arrogance or like whatever it is like challenging something that's being done in the culture Mm. around me even things like abortion right which is never explicitly named of like in the scriptures this is what abortion is identified as i personally have a belief around it you know and i've written pieces that support my theory or support my understanding of it um that like challenge Mm. it right and say that this is wrong and and that it needs to stop not ever saying the name Jesus in that poem. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you what, there, there are pieces that I've written that are just full on mm-hmm. lament stuff. But there's also an understanding for me that I'm probably not just going to like send that piece out as a standalone mm-hmm. thing, but that I would do that in the context of like a performance where mm-hmm. I have time to explain context right. for the piece or to even lead into another piece that, that has yeah. resolution in it, 
you know, like kind of like an album, you know, where you kind of, you could have like a song that has this particular bend mm. to it, but that later on in the project, maybe there is some type right. of resolution. Cause I hear what Dan's saying, like about there needs to be, there is an impact that your words mm. have on the people around you. Even if it is just, I'm being true to myself and I'm being true to yeah. my feelings. The other thing is, look, feelings are fleeting. True. <laughs> and so expressing your feelings in a moment without, you know, anything kind of coming out against it. And I hear Josh saying like, yeah, that's cool. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just do it. Like express it because it needs to be expressed because people might identify with it and find encouragement that they're yeah. not crazy, yeah. Yeah. that they're not the only person yeah. who thinks this the, way. The, the, yeah. And there's you know? value in that too. Like, honestly, I, yeah. I think you, you hit something where you're just being like being authentic has to be a really big part of it. Um, if not like your basis of creating, cause if you're, if you're not, then no matter what you do, it's just going to be like, you're, you're not going to, yeah. you're not going to be walking in step. Um, yeah. And be fruitful if you're, if you're not being authentic, but I, yeah, like I've wondered that, like that question of like, like take, take a metal show, for example, um, like that that genre and like moshing like that mm-hmm. and like that whole like energy is like on the surface you could think like man that's really destructive um yeah but underneath it it's it's like yo th- there's a space created where teenagers can like express anger and emotions that maybe they don't have yeah. at home like they don't have the ability to and like there's value in in like going like not in like a like a really hurtful way, but there's value in like going wild at yeah. a show and like having fun and expressing like everything that's right. pent up inside. So I, like I never want to like you said like I I do want to know my lane and I know my convictions and not try to write off anyone that doesn't mm-hmm. fall in line with that because um, there's definitely like value yeah. underneath things. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I love what both you guys are saying. <laughs> well, guys, you guys are actually teaching me something now. <laughs> Um, well, I like what Scott, you were saying about calling. That's very, very interesting because you have to be faithful and obedient to your call. You can't yeah. be faithful and obedient to someone else's call. Right. And we talked about this in previous pods, how important it is to know your calling, to know where you're called to be so that you know you're in alignment. Yeah. I think I do have a heart to help people feel free to not assume their calling is someone else's. Mm. Because I think low key in Christian culture, calling kind of is narrow. Yeah. There's not that. There's not a huge diverse, especially in artists like spread sometimes of like what you calling is available to you. And so I think I want to free people up to like just not overthink their art too much. Like to just be. I don't know, man. I guess my 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 thought, and you guys can rebuttal it, is just like. To be true to yourself in the moment, if you have a piece where you're just wanting to express whatever's on your mind, like stress and anxiety, the purpose could be just to express it or the purpose could be to get through it. And because you want to get through it, there needs to be some resolution. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I don't think to, to be a Christian artist there, I don't personally think that there are rules of, yo, there needs to be resolution yeah, or there needs mm. to be anything I don't know because I I don't personally even feel that expectation on myself. Like even as a person, like I don't feel like there's an expectation that I need to be anything. I I don't feel how I'm expressing that is interesting because obviously you don't feel an expectation to 
be a disciple? Or no, <laughs> no. I, if I, I think the language is important. Check it out. I don't feel an expectation at all. I feel a genuine. That's just like life you are. as a believer. But, Absolutely, but, I think it's. I think it's a very okay. important that, distinction because I think that's not everyone though. Like that. Like especially like a new believer, like someone who's like just walking in. Like, it, but I, I, I think the where you're at is like the healthiest. Like I agree with you. But but why put it? Why say? Oh, it's your first day on the job. Let me give you all these expectations to make sure you you're yoked into the religion. It should be free from day one. Yeah, because there's no expectations. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's none for a new believer. There's no difference than for me or for them. However, how I think it, it's more important to be fully true and fully yourself. And in that space, you you feel acceptance, but also you feel if you bring your whole self to the table that's when the Holy Spirit comes in and convicts if there's something off. Right. But it can't be because there's some rule that Christian artist culture has put on that says, yo, any peace, it needs to have resolution. It needs, it needs to have themes of redemption. It has to at some way talk about light and not darkness. I don't think that exists. I don't think it should exist. That's my thought. And I'm not going to say anything no, else. No, no, no. I think that's where I, I really believe, I think I, that's how I feel. I, I think I agree with you, but like to backtrack a little bit, like with the, yeah. with the character stuff i do think like <laughs> like I, I i mean i'll just talk about my own experience like yeah. when, I, when i first met jesus like mm. there is like no one should be handing me a mic like mm. i i shouldn't i should because i'm in two different worlds at this point and That's all real. these people from my old life are still looking to me and now now i'm the jesus person but i'm still in their world and i still have like, I'm still learning mm. who I am. When you say you got to be true to yourself, I'm like, I don't even know who I am because mm. my whole life has been perverted. Mm. So, like, mm. how, can, how can I even know who I am and express myself from an authentic place when I don't even know who I am in Christ? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I think the one thing I'm wrestling with in this whole conversation is is the the consistent you got to be authentic yeah, you got to be true to yourself and i'm like i don't actually know if that's the end yeah, all be real. all for art yeah that's real because there are people who are writing fiction and they're like writing this story mm. and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with who they are in terms of writing themselves into the yeah, narrative yeah. but their their imagination has taken them to this whole like i just think about like c.s lewis chronicles of narnia stuff right and he's reflecting redemptive themes in his art but i don't know if there's anything in me that says man c.s lewis was just like being true to himself totally right and being authentic as a writer to his you know time in the the like up in whatever cambridge cambridge and oxford yeah i I totally agree but he was coming at it from a place of imagination that's real and that's the other thing with art is like one thing that you said really early in this uh, episode that I like wanted to latch on yeah. and talk about was whenever you're talking about God, like not putting mm, his stamp mm. on everything, but also just thinking about what he mm. created that he did not create like just like 12 different yeah, species, yeah, yeah. you know, but like hundreds of millions of different types of things on this yeah. planet. And I just, one thing that I try to bring up whenever I'm talking to people about art is the extravagance factor. And just like, there is nothing wrong with creating things extravagantly Mm. and doing things in a way that's just like beyond Mm. measure, you know? Um, And sometimes that can be completely explicitly the gospel. Sometimes that can just be like 
this is beautiful because it's beautiful and it's worth looking at and worth like seeing or experiencing because it's just beautiful. That's That's real. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting though. I, I I feel very like I know my lane, you know, so I try to try to like think through things in terms of what my perspective is for me personally but I just, I just know this conversation is pretty often, mm. especially like five, 10 years ago with Christian hip hop in particular, like where there's just two camps, man. Like no, it has to talk about yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, these guys don't talk about Jesus at all. And I've always stood on the side of, man, there's just, there's lane, there's room definitely, for both. Definitely. You know, like there's a need for both. There's room for both. And you do what you're called to do and you do what you're yeah. called to do. Maybe that is being authentic to who you are, you know, going back to what you said. I just don't know if that's the, that's the thing that should be driving it is like being authentic. Cause I think you can create from imagination that isn't necessarily about authenticity. I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing that up. Cause that was actually, yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I didn't realize that that was the perspective that kept getting put out because in my mind that, what you just described is how I would consider being authentic. It's not being authentic about your personal life, but like it's authentic to like how you see the world, which includes fantasy and imagination and like surrealism or whatever, like any form of art. Mm-hmm. So, but I appreciate you making that distinction because I totally agree. It's, yeah. The arch, it would be so unfulfilling. And I don't think even enjoyable as an artist, if your only thing was just to like, yeah, dude, I just want to like get this off my chest. Like it just, it is kind of very self-centered or like, I I don't think that's really any meaningful way, I guess, meaningful way to do like art. I think it can be super meaningful, but I think, yeah, like if that was the only expression of art in the world, that would become super exhausting. That's not, that's yeah. If that was the only art you could ever tap into was, yeah, just cathartic, like, like yeah. emotional, just venting, you know, like if that's yeah. all art ever was, I think that would, that would lead to a really, <laughs> really tough world to live in. Yeah. You yeah. know, I guess a thought of, um, and, and I want to, <laughs> it's funny. Cause like we could keep asking questions, <laughs> but I, I definitely, I definitely like appreciate some of the the value that you guys are bringing. You guys are bringing me a lot of value. So I know you guys are bringing the the listener value. Um, I guess an interesting thought, last question, or I I have a million questions, but with the CS Lewis situation, it's easy for us to see what he did as um, spiritual and meaningful because he, he did proclaim the gospel in such a, incredible way that was so artistic and non-explicit and like beautiful and just such an amazing work of art something to be like studied and marveled at and like in awe of and enjoyed and like just it's incredible um but i guess also there's so many artists that are christian that just write non-fiction books is it non-fiction or fiction is it fiction i don't even know which one you're right it's fiction it's fiction i said non-fiction okay but like there's plenty of christian artists that write fiction books that are freaking about like anything like just the craziest stuff aliens yeah and and i guess my the question is like is that less spiritual or less impactful or less meaningful than what c.s lewis did some could say yes because like in actual impact it's like well one's actually impacting 
Well, Lewis is viewed as like a freaking theological like right, but but yo, like some person out there is never gonna pick up a C.S. Lewis book, but they're gonna be mad interested in aliens or whatever. Yes, however, the alien thing doesn't lead to anything quote unquote spiritual. So, because originally it's say that that's not as impactful. I mean, it depends. But it could though. It it could. It depends on what the story is. No, 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 no. yo. But my the aliens. But my thought is that it doesn't have to be at any way redemptive and it yeah. still glorifies god that's why yeah, i think I'm, because i want artists to just like it's not all about you but it's also not all about impacting others either i don't think i think it's actually just about it's creating. all about him baby i it's think it is about him it is i think it i think i don't know man that's i don't know that's my yeah, thought i for, i wish i had this quote in front of me i'm gonna butcher this so bad but i think it might have even been Tolkien or something like okay. around the best art will reflect the big story of what's happening in the world. So like, even if it's not being written for the intent of like, this is the cross and here's yeah, yeah, yeah. Aslan on the, on the table, you know, <laughs> slaughtered like, <laughs> like, and he's going to resurrect, you Come know, on, man. like there's Preach. so much about Narnia that's like explicit, but it was just this idea that like the best stories are going to reflect the great story, mm, like the dope. big story of redemption. That's and dope. so I think it would be interesting, like somebody who is an authentic, like walking with Jesus, loving yeah. Jesus, writing a story about aliens. I would, I would be pressed to say it would be hard for him not to include. That's valid. Some acts of the redemptive narrative into his own story. Mm. Right. Even if it's just like a story about, getting you know down and up like this climax yeah, moment yeah, yeah. of change and shifting that there would be something in that story that's yeah. going to reflect the great story if the great story is really in his heart that's real you know i just i i think that that's it mm. would that's i think you would see something in that alien story that's good. it would be like oh i know what this is really about you know even if that's, that's not his intent in writing i think it would come out of his writing yo and I, and I think that that can happen even in songs that don't ever say Jesus. That's good. But they can have certain aspects of what they're trying to do that are kind of pointing in a direction mm. of, you know, like hope and restoration and redemption or whatever it might be. Mm. Or even like loss. You truth know, I is think, truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I do think that um, the resolution thing, I might be shifting a little bit cool. because I think <laughs> there's beauty in talking about Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in the redemption, Easter, you know, like yeah. Good Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it is okay to talk about Saturday. Definitely. Like to not ignore that a full day passed That's with dope. no hope. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think I think in ways that honors the human experience. Yeah, it's good. Um, even if you don't know where where hope is gonna come from. Mm. You know. So I might be shifting a little bit on the resolution thing. I still feel like I write mainly with some type of mm. directive thing. But yeah, yeah, I think that there's just as much beauty in, in just leaving a lament as a lament. Yeah. That's without real. any hope, you know. Yeah. That's super real. Yeah, that's um yeah, man, I appreciate you saying that. That's that's very interesting because I totally agree how if you're walking with the Lord, the expression, the natural expression is going to be whatever's on the inside of you, right? And if you're walking with Jesus and you're walking in step with him, a lot is going to come out, but it's all going to point to him. 
And I guess my heart is that we wouldn't feel so kind of anxious and insecure and always second guessing our, our intentions and always second guessing our motives. I think Jesus actually really helps you kind of get out of that mindset. I think his love and his freedom allows you to not have to always be self-conscious and second guessing and, Ooh, am I pure? Am I pure? Am I pure? Am I pure? Am I pure enough? Am I pure enough? Is this for you? Is this for you? I think he's speaking over you. Like you're innocent. Mm -hmm. You're pure. You know what I mean? I'm inside of you. I, the old is gone. The new has come. I've come in and now he let's go let's let's go yeah and I, and i think even thinking back on my life like the first songs that i ever or the first group when i got up to philly that i was like band leader of was an experimental jazz group you know what i'm saying so <laughs> saxophone upright bass drum set and piano no vocals but i'm a man walking with jesus and i'm composing songs and i wasn't necessarily <laughs> Like, what are you going to do? Preach the gospel on the sack? Like, you can't, there's no words. There's no lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I wasn't thinking, oh, I really just, oh, I need to write a song about this or I need to write a song about this. Like, it wasn't a stressful experience. It wasn't, it was a very beautiful expression of a bunch of things. And there was themes of darkness. There was themes of songs about police brutality. And I would like, you know, hit the drum a certain way and write a bass part a certain way. Cause I was just like, I felt like I wanted to express that. And there was, themes of mm. redemption there was themes of freedom from slavery or bondage spiritually there was themes of redemption and the cross and different songs were for different things and it all came out and so when you said that scott it did resonate with me because i remember that you know it wasn't a uh a, a really like <clears throat> for me it wasn't intentional actually but it came out and people mm. at the shows actually came up to me and said yo like you didn't sing a, a, a single word there was no like deep message or motivational speech, but I experienced so much light and like, I just feel like I have hope because of some of the songs you played Mm. and other people were like, yo, you played that song. And I remembered how angry I was about this injustice. And it was a good experience for me. Mm. Um, And I think that changed a lot of how I view Christian art when you're kind of limited to not be able to use words, (laughs) it kind of reshapes everything. Right. Um, but to tie it up, man, I appreciate what you're saying. And it definitely does resonate with me that if we're walking with Jesus, I think there's so much freedom. I think the the freedom to create is there because he's there. You know what I mean? And he's always going to come out as long as we're open and honest and willing. But yeah. I don't know. It's good. Yeah, bro. It's good. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like I... I hear the heart of people who are, who say like, man, if you really love God, if you really love Jesus, how could your art not talk about him? Mm. You know? And again, I I think, I think that is like this matter of conscience where some people feel so deeply like convicted that man, everything I do has to explicitly name this. And I would never create music apart from that message. And yeah, I, yeah. I understand people feeling that way. Yeah, I good. think for me, I'm like, that's a matter of personal conscience yeah. and live by that. Understand that that's a gift that God's given you to carry out and do it well. Yeah. But do not look down on people who don't do it that way. Right. That's exactly it. Don't compare good. yourselves, compete with those who are coming at it from a different, different lens, because I'm just, I'm just being real. There's enough space for both. There is so <laughs> there is enough. seven, eight billion people in this world. 
And if we ultimately have this like mission of seeing God reconcile all things, including people to himself, yes, yes. we need everybody doing their part as faithfully as they can to reach people. Yes, and true. sometimes that reaching is through a, a line in the song that leads to somebody praying a prayer. And yeah, sometimes yeah. it's that artist being so stinking good at what they do and being so um, just like blessed with favor that their yeah. art reaches all the way around the world, never explicitly talks about Jesus, but their testimony becomes a witness. Exactly. You know, or the way that they operate or the way that they share or the book that they write in their memoir 30 yeah, years yeah. later shares the, shares the faith with people. Yeah, and man. even if those things never happen, it doesn't make it any less valuable. Yeah. Because they still created great art. That's mm. so but I do think we all have a part to play. That's and great. I think the sooner we get into looking at others without judgment or competition or comparison or saying mm. my way is the right way, your way is the wrong way, the sooner we can like get to a place of, man, I, I don't do what you do, but I love what you do. That's so good. Like I honor you and I honor the gift that God's given you and speak well of people. Because I think at the root of a lot of this comparison, competition, saying people are doing things wrong is, it's to me, it's slander, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, it's like a lot of times gossip because it's very rarely ever done to somebody's face. It's usually yeah. done on social media about somebody who's made it. And yeah, we yeah. don't consider that gossip because they made it. Always. <laughs> and that's this weird dehumanizing of celebrities that's just so American. It's not even funny. Yeah, it's true. And then the second piece of it's actually slanderous, right? Mm. It's speaking ill of, not just like, oh, did you hear? But it's like speaking death mm. over people because they don't do things the way you do them. Yeah. And I think both of those, man, the scriptures are like, this is this is one of the seven things that God hates. Like the only mm. time he says, I hate this is like <laughs> talking about the way that we use our tongues to tear people down. Yeah, and so I th I think we got to get to that place of like affirming people, and even as we talked, like Josh and Dan, me, we've all had a little bit different of a perspective on this. But yeah. it's like I get your perspective, even if I don't fully mm. um, vibe with it all the time. You know, yeah, no, oh no doubt. And I think that there, we gotta we gotta make space, man. We gotta make room for everybody. That's amazing, yeah. man. <laughs> like I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Danny boy. I have I a whole nother just, layer. You know, D DK, I've just been I've just been waiting for Dan. I have a whole other layer Dan, to this go. that we don't have. No, nah, I mean, I agree. Like, just go. I totally agree with everything that was just said. I think as you mature, <laughs> as uh, as you mature as a believer, as an artist, yeah, don't judge, but but take take responsibility of helping younger brothers and sisters like understand the impact of their mm. art and understand like yeah like tap into jesus and 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 i don't know like just just be cared for and and not to say like tell them what to do i don't believe that at all but i think like there there's like there's people that that how do i want to say this like i just think the character stuff matters a lot yeah especially when you're young that's right. Um, and I think it's important to people like to take people under your wing, to support people, affirm people, but also like help them see um, mm. clearer. I think not just like in general, like with art, with artistry, with the arts, like it does involve a lot of yourself. So ego can get in the way. 
easily yeah. your your experiences your feelings are a big part of it and there's like yeah. you know some some stuff gets worked out on stage when it's not always the healthiest thing mm. for themselves or the people around them but that that's like a whole nother kind of side to it mm. i mean it's interesting because i think it even though you th- you see it as like another side, I would say it's it's super in line with even your initial thoughts where yeah. you were talking about like the impact yeah. of your art, and now you're just mm-hmm. like bringing up impact again through it through the lens of like mentorship, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I think it's cool for like to me. I hear that as a like consistent theme of Dan's heart. Yeah, that's and to good. me, that's it's right. like oh, this is a calling for Dan, mm. right? Like Dan has to always sees things through the lens of how is this going to impact other people. That's a good point. And I think that it's actually, I mean, it's crazy because like that, that's part of the whole piece of like ripe creatives being invited into this thing, ripe creation. Right. Yeah. But it's also in the way that you pick your, your work, like the way yeah. that you sign up with clients, the way that you pick how we're going to engage and use our time. You're always thinking about how, how does this going to impact others? You know, that's good. man. And so I just, to me, I'm like, that's, that's Dan's piece of this pie Mm. is like, he's always thinking about impact of art. Mm. And like, to me, I'm like, that's a matter of his conscience in a way that is calling related Mm. that he's always going to have to do things in that way. And when we see Dan step out of that and just be like, ah, screw it. I'll just make any type of video for anybody (laughs) or I'll just do this or do that. Like we have to check him as his friend. Yeah. Yeah. When it, when Dan's not mentoring people mm. or leveraging his company to raise up the next generation of artists, like that's a thing where we have to challenge Dan, like, Dan, what about this? Like, where mm. is this in your vision? Where's this in the business plan? Because I don't see it. Mm. Yeah. Because that's one of his core convictions, yeah. you know? That's, that's and when powerful. Josh is like not being free exactly. and like exactly. fully expressing himself, <laughs> right? like we know Josh is like falling into some yeah. trap of that's true that's not going to let him flourish right you know that's good and that's, that's why good. he wants to like name that worship night beep beep oh <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I like, that's good that's it. a good point scott <laughs> I, I appreciate you bringing that up that's real actually. i'm just yeah. i'm like learning about you guys through that's this so conversation true. yeah in a way this is like man you two are so different yeah. literally so different <laughs> in a lot of ways but it's fun to hear like the good like yeah. beautiful centering of where you guys are coming from, even though you land on different sides of a lot of different ideas or concepts. Yeah. It's like, Oh, Josh is like, you know, freedom. And right. yeah. Dan's like, how is this, how is this affecting others? That's interesting. You know? And I feel like I know people that honor is the biggest thing to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is this honoring or not? That's good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like just interesting to see where people kind of come from. Wow. That's like, what is that core value? What mm-hmm. is that ruling passion that everything else needs to be in step with that thing yeah. that I'm coming from to be able to examine something as fruitful or not? It, it's cool too, because the, these are all like valid and like attributes of God. So it's like when we right. come together and talk about this stuff, we're actually we're getting another side of God that we wouldn't, if we were just in our own head, That's exactly. like, like I, I'm blessed by, by Josh's freedom to create for real. Mm. And just, you too, man. yeah, just like the way you express yourself, you're hilarious and all that stuff. Like it's, it's, it's brought me life just to spend time mm. with you and talk to you. So yeah, That's man, right. I think it's like, 
Ecclesia. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Pieces coming together. That's the word for fruit, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, in, the, in the Greek. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely, I, I want, yeah, I, as a, I'm thinking about everything you guys are saying, I really would challenge like any listener or encourage any listener to, I guess, think about like, what is it that is their kind of core value through of art, you know? Because yeah. it's like, that is really a huge indicator of what your calling is in the art world, right? right? Because there's a, there's a lane that only you can fill. There's just a space that only you can occupy that the artist community needs you to be present in and show up in. Yeah. And you can only know that when you really fully embrace who you are and you stop spending so much time looking at other people and like, because <laughs> you're right, Scott, I love that you, you shifted the conversation because at first I wasn't getting it. I was like, no, Dan, I literally was like, why are you, I was about to say this bro, it's not all about impact. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, why do you, everything's about impact. And I was like, Dan, why can't you see it's all about like <laughs> freedom. Freedom. And you got to like, bro, it's got to be, you know, but I'm like, yo, that is huge. It's like, and if you feel such a visceral reaction towards something else, obviously you need to check your heart. But also it's kind of a clue to be like, yeah. that's not where your heart leads you. So what, where does your heart lead you? Honor what that person's bringing to the table. Learn from them. Because I'm honestly growing a lot from hearing Dan's yeah. perspective. But man, I, so I would encourage the listeners, figure out kind of where you're at. And I think that's going to really lead you to make art in line with, you know, what you're really yeah. going to. Can I, can I share a story really quick? Because it's kind of like, this is like a real, real thing that happened. Like that, that kind of is a, directly relates to what we're talking about one time i shared a video on on my instagram stories that was like hilarious it was it was a satirical video from a comedian that is like very funny not a believer just like satirical through and through and he was um he was (laughs) he was making he's basically making fun of like um people that like democrats no 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 no, 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 Nice. He was making fun of people that like think that they it's like like the common citizen that think it's on them to like wield guns and defend big box stores, like to like stand in a Target parking lot or whatever. Nice. And like it was mad funny because it was he actually made it years ago, uh-huh. and then it was like relevant again when everything happened um, right. earlier this year. But anyway, I posted this because I was like laughing, and it, it is funny. Like like. I think objectively funny the way it was handled. Yeah, yeah. But I felt convicted about it. Like after mm. I posted it and I was like, holy spirit, like I don't know why I feel convicted about it. I'm just going to take it down. So I took oh, it wow. down and maybe like 20 people saw it. And and one dude, Kevin, Kevin actually saw it and he texted me and he's like, bro, why did you post that? And he was like just asking me, he's like, because like, like it's funny and like I get it. And he was like analyzing the whole video and like... <laughs> Like, That's you know, great. just going in and, and for those, I, I don't know if this is going to be in the pot or not, but for those who yeah. don't know, Kevin is the embodiment of freedom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, right, right. like he is, he is freedom. Yeah. Um, that's his like whole artistic <laughs> style. Like him and Josh would vibe heavy. You should I seriously that. tell that story? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. Tell it real quick. Really quick. So I met Kevin at a show that I came a little bit late to. And he was like drenched in sweat and like <laughs> yes. clearly, clearly evident that he had already performed. Yeah. And so I meet him for the first time and I was like, yo, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, you know, 
And we were just like connecting. And I was like, oh, so did you perform earlier? Like knowing the answer. I wasn't there, but you could assume. And he's like, yeah, 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 man, I did. It was awesome. And I was like, dope. Like, what do you do? And, you know, expecting him to be like, oh, I'm a singer songwriter. I play guitar. I uh, I drummed. I danced. I did a poem. He goes, freedom. (laughs) <laughs> so good and i was like what he's like yeah you heard me he's like literally he was like i do freedom like my that's, man. that's and so I, I, that was my first interaction with kevin i was like i love this dude yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna be friends with this man forever so yeah, good he's man. a man but he was challenging me on like when i posted this video and he's like he's like this just shouldn't have came from you <laughs> like it was like, well yo that's interesting yeah he was like that like you shouldn't post that. And he, and it's funny, like he was in a very like convicting direct way, but he was asking me questions and it was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that shouldn't have came from me. That's Even though hilarious. I can laugh at it with you guys. Like I've, I'll yeah. gladly share this video with like between friends, but like yeah. I shouldn't be publicly the one, <laughs> like it's kind of off brand. Yeah. For me, to, <laughs> for me to like out of the blue, share this like ridiculous satire video. And like, yeah, I don't know. It, but I felt it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, mm. like, don't tell me what to do. It was like, no, you're yeah. right. Like, this, like, I got so much joy from watching it or whatever. But uh-huh. I, I, it's not on me to post. Like, I, I don't think yeah. I need to put that into the world and share mm. that. So that's just a little story about, like. That's real. But but Kevin, to go back to, like, is someone who says I'm freedom. And, like, you know. So there's just, it's, like, weird that way. That's yeah. Yeah, that's respect. That's respect. It's funny because he, I think he saw it was like it didn't line up for yeah, you exactly, you know? exactly. And I think that that's yeah, it's good, man. I mean, and this is, <laughs> I feel like we say this a lot, but this continues to beat the drum of like do life together. Mm-hmm. Don't do this thing alone. Like I've listening back to some of our previous episodes, I feel like Josh like slides this in every episode, you mm-hmm. know. Where he's just like, yo, don't do life alone. Like, yeah, yeah. do it in a family, do it in community. That's what we have here, right? But that's the thing without community, without people really knowing you, which I think whenever the church is at its best, it's not a gathering of people to sing songs yeah. or listen to a message. It's people who really know one another mm. and are supporting one another and honoring each other and and pushing each other and and like challenging each other. And yes, there are songs and there are sermons and Mm. like growth but it but if you don't know each other it's really not that valuable that's good but when you know each other you can pull things out of one another Mm. and start to think about things a little bit differently or even get to know yourself more clearly because of how you're different than somebody else and all of that like reinforces identity and calling Mm-hmm. But when you're not around other people to get things from or to be like, man, I'm different than him in these ways. Yeah, yeah. And I can't explain it. I just am. God created me differently. What does that mean? How does that apply to my life moving forward? Without that, without people to like be mirrors for your for you. Yeah, yeah. How are you really gonna know mm-hmm. what you're called to do? And so, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not trying to do like his sign off thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel like there's like one general, you know, push to the audience, man, it's get around other people, mm-hmm. find out who you really are. What do you believe about this stuff? Why do you believe it? You know, what yeah. makes you think the ways that you think and learn from some people who might have different perspectives in you, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and freedom over impact all day. <laughs> <laughs> if you're with me, say yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all good, man. Thanks. It was, and it was, I think I think it's gonna be fun because next episode, I think we're gonna be talking about art again. Yeah. And uh and I think it's it's kind of a cool segue from this episode into that one. Um, because we'll be talking about kind of excellence in art and you know, when you, especially when you talk about impact or mentoring the next generation, mm-hmm. there's a complexity of like getting really good while at the same time leaving space for people who are just starting. Mm-hmm. And that counterbalance of like, man, how good does something have to be, you know, um, to be released out into the world. And so I think that'll be a really fun conversation. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and yeah, hopefully we, uh, we continue this episode to episode you know, continuing to bring up different topics that we experience in real life. We'd love to invite you into these conversations with us. Um, We love y'all. Dan, Josh, any final things before we sign off? Stay right, baby. Just uh, always think about your impact. (laughs) 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 Guys, I'm so annoyed. I want to keep talking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Do you want to keep going? No, 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 no. no, no, no. This is great. This is (laughs) is good. This is solid. I was going to say, like, it's already like, yeah, Two we're hours after we started, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been good. It's been I'm a minute. All, yeah. all good. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, seriously. We love y'all. Oh, and Instagram, I think we surpassed 100. Yeah, followers. we got there. We're Let's out go. here. And I believe that now is what the goal is 150. Is the one, 150 is the new goal for little treats. <laughs> for little, little treats. treats. Special <laughs> treats. Treats. I might, get, I might give out the treats before we hit 150, though. I'm going to be real. Hey. So. <laughs> hey. Hey. Beautiful. Well, you will get something if you follow us on Instagram at coming in right. Yes. And with that said, even though Josh tried to steal my tagline, I'm always, sorry. Stay right. I'm in the field, working all day, filling up the ground, trying to cultivate, cutting out the crab grass. Why they always say, I don't even know, I'm just waiting on my break. I've been working all day, all day, all day, all day, all day. I've been working all day, all day, all day. All day, all day.